Hello, how are you coping? You, of course, are listening to Military Spouse in the House with me, Chloe. And this episode, I will be continuing to talk to Hayley. And here is a little idea of what's coming up in this episode. And I do feel like if you're not looking after yourself, you can't pour from an empty cup. Without sounding cheesy, I'm I'm not trying to sound cheesy. I do really now prioritise my mind. Sometimes things in life haven't actually gone the way that you wanted them to and it has hurt. There's emotion attached to it all. But I do also think if you are a spouse that actually is an introvert, that's okay. If you're an extrovert, that's okay. Before we start, I just want to say there's probably a few of you listening on the way home to family for Christmas or on the way back maybe. But I know a few of you will have been spending or about to spend Christmas without your significant other. And I personally have done that myself over Christmas. Deployments over Christmas suck. And I just want you to know that it's not okay. (laughs) It's not okay. It is really sucky. And um, I really hope you know that we're all here. We all get it. And if you need any comfort then please re-listen to any of the episodes or find us on socials at Military Spouse in the House on Instagram and Facebook. But for now, let's have a listen to what Hayley wants to tell you all about her experience as a military spouse. When I moved up here, I was so unsure. So, so unsure. You know, I was 21. Really unsure. And I do feel like as a person, it's made me really resilient. It does. It, 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 some, there are a lot of occasions where you just don't have a choice. You you have to buckle down and get on with it. But I also do feel like I I, I do also feel like there we can do all, like everybody can we can do something to make this life a little bit more easier. Like I know, like for me, when I come up here, I had obviously a lot going on like in in my home life and obviously like the kids the dogs but then it's sort of like you forget to look after yourself and I do feel like if you're not looking after yourself you can't pour from an empty cup and you know you really can't pour from an empty cup and I remember it I mean I I do remember it literally was because I had a spat of ill health where I was like not even I need to sort myself out it was sort of like all of these not all of these problems but a lot of health things get reduced by actually moving more, eating better, picking up a weight. And I think, like, I do feel like for me, like, I mean, I, I hated, like, I hated PE when I was at school. I hated it. I loved running. I used to love running. Now I hate it. And um, I hate running. But I do, I do know that, that there are a lot of postings where, like, the gym facilities are there for like, like, you know, the dependents can use it. And if you do have that opportunity, take full advantage of it. Because I wish I'd done it sooner. That's, I've got to say, I've been watching your journey. And what has it been? Like, it's not even a year yet. It's not even a year. And you know what? And you've just, you've suddenly gone, do you know what? I'm going to get myself into the gym and I'm going to have me time. Me, yeah. And And I'm going to sort me, my health Mm. and and probably sanity in doing so, right? I think like, for me, when I when I go into there or when I'm doing something that deliberately, it's not just for like my physical, it's also, it's, I can't even put into words actually how positive it has impacted on my mental health because 
I think, you know, you can't look for a pot of boiling water and seed through to the bottom because it's it's boiling, it's murky, it's bubbly. And I think, and I do, without sounding cheesy, I'm, I'm not trying to sound cheesy, I do really now prioritise my mind. I really do pay attention to the surroundings, how it impacts on my mind. And some, and, and I, I do feel like that, like with me, like when I first started, it was literally, I remember I bought like a 30 quid elliptical off Facebook Marketplace. And I need, I wanted to lose weight. Like, and I think the one thing I noticed is, is that nobody tells you that you're fat. Like, <laughs> no one tells oh, you. You're fine, no, you look good. Oh, yeah. Don't be silly. No one tells you you look fat and that, you, you know, you've put on a bit of timber. And I did use the whole lockdown, having a baby in lockdown as an excuse. Like, I did use that as an excuse. And I d- I've no regrets with that. The desserts were worth it all. <laughs> Absolutely worth it. <laughs> But I will say, no one tells you that you're fat. And then actually, when when people pay attention that... I mean, like, obviously, like I've got, like, my private Instagram, but I've got my public one as well. And my public one, there is a big... There's a big, big reason why I set it up. And it is because... So, like, my girls, Michael as well, Jasmine starts high school next year, and she doesn't have social media... But I have experienced it where I was following a girl who was on the same journey as me. And I was like, wow, she looks amazing. And I was like, then I you know, see someone in real life and it's like, oh my God, that's, that, that's not what you look like. Uh-huh. And for me, I don't edit anything. I don't filter because... I think, how am I supposed to say to my kids, you're perfect the way you are, and then I edit my stuff. And I put filters on stuff. Or I take photographs of them and I filter them. I'm just like, no. So, And, and I will be honest, I'm, I, I, I'm really, really mindful. And that is why I set it up. Because I know one day my kids are going to get social media. And I don't... I, if I could keep them little forever, I would. But I can't. And... I want them to grow up to be okay maybe they'll cringe that mum's got a public Instagram account maybe they'll cringe but do you know what if they see it or their friends see it I mean like with my stuff that I post I don't I'm not posting stuff in like little shorts and a bralette I mean for starters like I go to the gym but I still eat cake so like (laughs) I'm not I'm not rocking I'm not I'm not what I'm saying I'm not rocking a six-pack but and there's nothing wrong with not having a six-pack or and there is there's you know either way there's no right or wrong you know but for me I am I'm a mum of three I have a cesarean scar you know you can still Jasmine it kind of shook me a little bit a few weeks ago she asked me a question and she said she asked me she said she went just is it just because somebody is skinny does that mean they're healthy and she's nine wow and I was like excuse me she asked me again I said no babe I said absolutely not and I'm kind of like I shouldn't have this conversation with a nine-year-old but it's also as well if I don't answer this I'd rather answer this Uh and I can answer this and also be honest but also keep it like 
child appropriate as well. And, you know, and I kind of think to myself, do you know what? They can see my account there. I, wa- I want them to see my account. I want, I want, I, I hope somebody looks at my account and they just look at it and they don't look at it with feeling pants because it's not filtered it is all it's it's not filtered it's all unedited you know like and I think as well like for me for me in my body shape like because I do have a cesarean scar actually putting things on your hips like to the line of where the scar is is really uncomfortable so like for me like in the winter I'd wear like leggings in the gym but they'd be really uncomfortable because it kind of feels like it's all suffocated so like this is where I love like the you know the cooler you know the the warmer mums because it's like I can put my shorts on and they're they're squat proof not not that just they're squat proof they're at the waistband doesn't restrict me and I mean bonus points on the fact that these you know a lot of my shorts they're really comfy but they're they're from a brand that does really cool prints and colors um you know but that is again as well like I set it up for I set it up for mainly for my kids I did set that page up mainly for my kids just so they realize eventually when they do get on social media everything you see isn't the full ticket and I remember I did do a post where I did one field I did one photo where it was edited like real edited and I was like wow that looks good but wow and then like the photo below it was just me bare face I mean mean, I've got a bit of you know mascara on today but I don't wear makeup I'm not good not you know I'm not like that um so that's what I say but it was also as well it was sort of like I know that there are I know that there are women out there not just women dads out there too that you know they feel like they don't have the time or they feel like they don't want to go spend like 35 pound a month in the gym and it's kind of like if you've got it on your doorstep take advantage of it go to it because what it does for your noggin it's really underrated and I go in there I don't talk to anybody like I without saying horrible I love it I'm literally I'm in there I'm in my head I'm working through things like physically I'm working but it's more for in my head it's more for what it does in my head and even after they get rid of the one here like I'm going to carry it on I'm not sure if I want to spend 35 pound a month I want a gym membership um I'm not really sure I want to do that um I'm going to carry it on I've got plans and stuff but yeah I do definitely think that whether you've got an easy life of this lifestyle or a harder life of this lifestyle I, I do definitely think taking a step back to be you you taking a step back to be you like like I say like I don't drink don't feel bad if you're somebody that wants your idea of fun is getting together with your friends and going out on the raz you do you like you know also don't feel bad as well if you're somebody that doesn't drink and your idea of fun isn't their idea of fun and I do think is I I think it's really hard. To, I I do sometimes think it's really easy to be caught up in this bubble of, you know, if I say the exact same things, I don't draw attention to myself. And I'm not saying go against the grain, make things difficult. I'm not saying that whatever, but I do think, and this is something that I wish I'd knew a long time ago. You're not a bad person for just wanting to go on the school run and not talk to anybody. You're not a bad person for wanting to do pickup without not wanting to talk to anybody. 
you're not a bad person. If actually you want to support your husband in this lifestyle, but not make any military spouse friends either, you'd be polite, just pleasant, you know? I think there's a lot of ways to navigate through it, but just do what's best for you. Water your grass, but also as well, have some, you know, just be, always be like, always be considerate because again, we've all got stuff to deal with. Like, we, we've all got stuff to deal with. We've got our own family creation that we've created. We've got work, friends, and then we've got our home life, which for me is like three hours away. But for some people, it's nine hours away. For some people, their family live overseas. And we, I, I do think it is important as well to realize that we don't all have the same opportunity. Like, I'm not going to lie to you, I have no opportunity for childcare. Like, I, you know, there's no opportunity for childcare with us. But, like, some people have it more on tap. Some people don't have it as much. You know, so, so, so yeah. What do you do when he's... So, he does... He has deployed previously. Mm. And what does that mean for you for childcare? Are you, is that your... I'm stuck. You're tagged. Oh. I always call it tag. I've got my tag on. Mm. Yeah. I'm <laughs> on d- house arrest again. I literally am. Like, for me... I mean yeah I'm on it's I remember I think the first four weeks I remember by the time he came back Michael had just settled down and again we just say Michael is Michael you know Michael is Michael and that's I remember that by the time he come back he had settled down and he had settled into this now new routine but it literally was like at that point, I wasn't like going into the gym or anything. So even if I was going to go to the gym, I would have taken Darcy in with me. But even with that, it's not guaranteed because you can take, obviously you can take children into the gym, but you've obviously got to be mindful and stuff. And no one wants to listen to it. If I, like when I'm in the gym, I'm deliberately not going to lie. I love my kids, but I deliberately go in there and hide for an hour. And it's part of your mental restoration. Yeah, exactly. So they're not going to factor in it right now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But like, I know for me, like, if he's not about, then it is literally me, the dogs, and I've got like my own separate routine to what the, the routine that I have when he's not about, it, it's just not needed when he is about you know like for me it's school run come back walk the dog Darcy starts nursery this year which she's the last one I don't know if you felt like this but it's kind of like I feel like I'm on this I feel like I'm really on this shift I've got Darcy going into nursery and then when she starts reception I've got Jasmine in high school and I feel like I'm on a big shift here. Like what I so I likened it because so for reference, I've got three um, sort of similar age gaps actually mm. to yours, but just up a mm. up a few years. Um, and I remember exactly this feeling and being a military spouse that decided to stay home mm. and look after the kids majority and not go to work or well I work a little bit, but mm. at the time I was mostly stay at home mum. And that was my career for mm. 10 odd years. You know, yeah. that's my career. That is my life. Every time I had a child, it was a promotion. Yeah. <laughs> and then suddenly someone's going, we don't need you in this company anymore. Mm. Um, 
you're going to drop them at the door of the company mm. and we don't need you to come inside anymore and that it, you're right it's like okay mm. so now there's just this hole yeah and where I've been able to distract myself everyone says how do you do it I don't know how you keep up mm. or me neither for one mm. but also because that is how I do it mm. that is how I stop thinking about what he's doing or what's going on because I have this routine it's the kids and distraction yeah and someone's going to take that away and mm. now I've got to fill a hole and figure out who am I now exactly this is exactly it I'm I've I've really been thinking I've been thinking about it because I'm kind of like I think what I think as well what isn't appreciated is actually how hard it is to actually work with their career Mm -hmm. I honestly don't know I still to this day don't know how people do it and I ask them all the time and everyone just seems to pay a lot for childcare and struggle yeah and I just personally and if it was a if it's a career that I've someone's built on and Mm. and, you know needs to keep up but to stay in in the future totally understand that and I can see but the sort of going off for something that I'm not necessarily going to want to do in two years or Mm. even a year then no I'm staying with my kids (laughs) yeah yeah that's that's something for me because that is something for me I've uh, I've lost count of the amount of places that I've tried to make it work and it just doesn't work and and I think a lot of places as well, they're like, oh yeah, we can make this work, we can make this work. And then you get your foot in the door and then they get the ump because it's just sort of like, no, you don't understand when we say, when, they, when they're told they're going, they're going, they're going. Like we literally, and I don't think, like we have to rush, I don't know about you, but I've had to do like emergency washes before where I'm like, this has got to go in quick, quick, quick. And it's just sort of like, yeah, I, I, do get the impression that if you are able to work have a career along with them as well a lot unless you've got like great working hours with school hours a lot of it goes with childcare, and not that there's anything wrong with childcare, like far from it um but, but yeah but even when it comes to school hours you know I've recently obviously now my kids are sort of well into the school system mm. and I'm I see the odd job and go ooh this mm. is the one that sounds perfect and then you go well hang on a minute school summer holidays yeah half no, terms yeah. inset days obviously like when we had the strikes and stuff like that like exactly like how how people juggle it is beyond me I honestly hats off to them but another thing I used to find frustrating is years ago when all these people wanted to help all these charities mm. or welfare um and everything used to be let us help you have you got a business idea Mm. do you want to run a business let us help you set up a business Mm. or do you want to do this and you want more qualifications let us help you and I just thought no I just want to survive yeah we just want to get through this yeah I just I don't want help building a company or Mm. having a big career I want help surviving at home and keeping my 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 happy life keeping my Mm. kids happy and sane yeah exactly myself happy and sane and having something for my husband to come back to yeah exactly I think yeah I think this is like I say like a lot gets I do think that a lot we sacrifice a lot and it wasn't until coke like I, I mean it was a terrible thing but I remember when 
I was in hospital with Darcy. I remember coming home and Ryan said to me, like, after everything had calmed down, you know, the the older two were asleep. I remember him saying to me, I'm so glad you're back. I'm so glad you're back. I was like, what? You know, obviously, I know why you're glad I'm back. But I was like, thinking, is it because... Because he wasn't allowed to visit me in hospital. Um, I had my own room, luckily, but he still wasn't allowed to visit me in hospital, hospital. And I was thinking, is it because he wasn't allowed to come and visit me, like, with the kids and that? Is that why he... Like, and, and he said to me, he went... He said to me, he said, I've, I just didn't understand, actually, how hard it is somebody only speaking to you to want something. He was like... It was, can I have lunch? Can I have breakfast? Can I have a snack? He went, why do they eat so many snacks? <laughs> I was like, because it doesn't matter how big of a breakfast you put in front of them or a lunch or a dinner. They have to have a snack, like always. And he, yeah, he was just like, I'd actually, like COVID wasn't good, but I know certainly for him, he got a real insight into actually what it's like to be cooped. And, you know, it's not you know it's not nice that that feeling isn't nice um but yeah do you know what I also sorry to go on to random here but during COVID um when the whole world suddenly were so incredibly frustrated about the fact that they couldn't see their families Mm. because they couldn't travel a certain Mm. distance or whatever it may be um, they couldn't plan when they could have a holiday mm-hmm. or go anywhere. And, um, you know, there was this risk to their loved ones. And it, it was devastating. It was, it really was. Hello, military life. No, that's literally, <laughs> literally, I had this conversation with my mum so many times. And it was my mum that brought up to me. She was like, do you know what? We are getting a piece of your world. And I went, it sounds horrible. But here you all go. Yeah. You know, we, th- this is. I didn't, I felt like people will suddenly go, oh my goodness. Mm. Oh, that's how they live. Oh, they live like this all the time. I suddenly have so much more respect and, and I want to help them. Mm. No, 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 don't be silly. Yeah. That never happened. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, it was. I mean, if, you know, Ryan wasn't actually supposed to be around for Darcy's birth. So, it, it was it was it wasn't good obviously it was really sad it, it, it was really bad and if you come out of it without losing anybody like you're very very lucky but I would like remember with me like a few weeks before I remember when it first started kicking off and obviously I'm heavily pregnant with Darcy and you're nervous to have a baby anyway whether it's your first like your first one or your 10th because nothing ever goes the exact same way and I remember just feeling all of those feelings and then I didn't know actually what was going to be happening with the delivery what was going to happen with dads and I felt in a way I started feeling guilty because we had something to look forward to because we had a baby to look forward to when I knew that there was loss happening and then a few weeks before I had Darcy um, I lost someone really close to me with with from COVID, and again, I still felt that I when that happened, I I just remember physically feeling like I didn't want to have her because I was terrified. I was like, I'm bringing my baby into this world, 
and I don't know what's going to happen. There's so much uncertainty. I don't know what's going to happen. And because of Ryan's Crohn's as well, he was the, the, he was one of the people that where it was like isolate, self isolate. But Ryan was the one, bless him, standing outside supermarkets, lining up to go get food shopping for his heavily pregnant wife and his two children. And you weren't allowed to take children into the shops at the time. And it literally was. It was a, in a way, it was a terrible, it was a really terrible time. But a, a lot of people experience what it is like for us. Like the amount of appointments I've had to rearrange because Ryan was supposed to be here and he's not been here. I remember there was, a, I remember I had a hospital appointment. I had, a, I had to have um, some, I had to have some treatment doing. And it was a, it was a day thing. It was a day thing. And it was it was emotional it was really emotional and i remember him having to cuz you can have family up i remember him having to have to be sitting in in the car outside the hospital with the kids and then actually when i had the treatment done the tre- it didn't go as it should have it, it took it, it didn't go as it, it should have and i remember i remember the nurse calling him to be like everything is fine there has been a complication though everything is fine though but there has been a complication we've smoothed it out now what should have taken half an hour no more took a lot longer and I like in that moment there I felt again I felt bad for him because it's like he's sitting in a car with our kids completely helpless getting that phone call and like when I had Darcy it was he couldn't come in or anything like that and I had her extremely quickly like within an hour of getting to the hospital yeah um so like and because of how quickly she come out we had to stay in for a couple of days I needed to stay in more for me um but yeah the the there was a lot of it, it's a difficult one to talk about with COVID because it was such a tragic time but then yet for military spouses we actually got to see our husbands I was going to say it's it's such a hard one to reflect on for us mm. because exactly the same. So my husband's on average at least half the year, not yeah, here. He is, every he? year, yeah. So to then suddenly have him mm. home constantly and we could just hang out and mm. enjoy summer and go skating or go yes. on the bikes yeah. and make nice food. Honestly, it was like heaven yeah and dream. as you say there's people suffering left right and center and you're the world is absolutely bizarre mm. but here you are in your little bubble bubble of absolute euphoria yeah exactly i'm not gonna lie euphoria like it was heaven it was and it was so role reversed in society because mm. usually society have their little heaven and we're in this little hell where our husbands are god knows where and doing mm. god knows what and we're it was such a switch it was a big switch it was it, it was a big switch it's yeah so weird to reflect on isn't it it is really weird weird. I look back and I think how did I get through that and I but I feel like for me there it was within that I remember after I had it was after I had Darcy I thought okay obviously we were in the midst of Covid and I, I just remember I went for like a routine you know a routine thing routine check and obviously things didn't come back what they should have and I remember that there was where 
I said like earlier on, it was kind of like how much more can get thrown at us. And it had kind of been like, everything had been like looking great and cool with Ryan. And then it was almost like, oh yeah, it's your turn now. Yeah. (laughs) That's yours. That's your turn. don't do simple. No, it's like, that's your turn. And I speak about it with my mum. I'm not gonna lie to you. I wouldn't get through this lifestyle without speaking to my mum and my stepmum. Um, like bless them like even like in in that time as even in like in that time as well like my stepmom she had her like her own stuff going on like there she is like supporting me like she's kicking cancer's ass you know she's kicking it sorry it's backside (laughs) she's kicking you know she's kicking it you know kicking it in the curb and yeah without those two like I wouldn't be there I know like I spoke to my mum yesterday and she was like because I didn't tell her I was like doing this and I, I said to my mum I was like what do you think mum I was like do you think I should do it I was like because it hasn't been straightforward I said and I don't want to I said to my mum I said it's, it's for me it's a difficult one because I try to be humble I try to be grateful but it is okay to sit back and actually acknowledge that sometimes things in life haven't actually gone the way that you wanted them to and it has hurt there's emotion attached to it all and she was like you know I think you should do it Hayley I really think you should do it she was like because my mum bless her she honestly thought the same not the same as what I did because I knew that it wasn't all smelling of roses but when I was saying to her like actually this isn't what I thought when she was like really like really and I was like no like it 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 isn't and wow and I see I I think it's a tricky one like I say I wouldn't be able to get through all of this about my mum I ring her every Sunday I probably speak to her more than I should I see you know she went through the through the me never picking up her calls so I'm like mum the slightest inconvenience (laughs) mum um but um yeah like bless her um but no like I do remember like after having Darcy and I like went through stuff it was like even with COVID happening and in that time as well in that time as well like just before I had Darcy she lost her dad her wife was fighting you know kicking cancer's backside um and she still took on my load as well and my stepmom still took on my load as well and I do feel like I do feel like there are some people that are introverted some extroverted there are some people that are are introvert but an extrovert around the right people and I do definitely feel like I am that person. Like I, for me, I deliberately hold my cards very close to my chest. I do deliberately hold my cards close to my chest. But I do also think if you are a spouse that actually is an introvert, that's okay. If you're an extrovert, that's okay. You know, if you're in, if you are an introvert but you're extrovert around other people, that is okay. Like we we like we don't have to give our full to absolutely everybody we come across like we don't have to do that we're allowed to keep things some things just for ourselves and if there's one thing I've learned like if there is one thing that I have learned is that once you sometimes like when you start like being like I want to do this I want to do this I want to do this sometimes saying too much just dampens the fire and I 
I'm not saying that don't say a word and you'll be happy, but keep some things for yourself. Oh gosh, that's like the advice I should have taken all my life, Hayley. <laughs> I'm the worst for oversharing and regretting yeah, every second of the overshare. I've, I've been sat here, obviously. Being get, like mentally thinking, stop. Don't say that. Don't say don't that. Because <laughs> I, I said to Ryan, I was like, I'm not going to lie to you. Like sometimes like I do go with my gut and there was a massive part of my gut that was like, we're going to do this. This is going to be great. And then there was that bit in my gut that was like, no. And I was like, what if, what if? And it's like, do you know what, actually? I can't live life by what ifs no more. I already live my life by his, by his world. I can't carry on like this. And I think the reality here is, is that there are advantages to this. But as anything in life, you're always going to, just part, part of life is, is that you're not always going to click with people. And that is okay. That That's, that's cool. That's fine. I think, I think just in life in general it is just all about how everybody individually deals with things and I do think sometimes because it is difficult this life we do I think everybody has done it I've certainly done it where we've lashed out and we shouldn't have lashed out we've taken something out on another that we shouldn't have done but I do think that holding on to it certainly in this I just think holding on to it isn't good anyway, but I think certainly as well, like, you know, we, you know, in two years time, I may not live here. I hope, hopefully I will be living here. But then again, in another two years time, I could unintentionally be your next door neighbor. And I just sort of think, again, life is so short and you're not always going to get on with everybody. But, do try and just think we've got plenty of time to do it like without sounding like horrible we've got plenty of time to do it like they're not always around some husbands are around more than others I know that my husband is definitely around a lot more than others but that is just because currently at the minute the like where he is in his career like what he's doing so he's definitely around a lot more but i I remember there were times where it'd be like every two months it was bye see you later bye see you later bye see you later and yeah I do think I do think that every day with this it is it's just learning like you could rock it today but then tomorrow you'd be like I can't do this and you have one of those days every day isn't going to be a great day even me I don't have great days with all of this like some days like it just goes some days it can just like it can start off just by dropping your toast on the floor having a bad school run walking the dog and another dog just wants to have a go and it's like they're lovers (laughs) they're lovers not fighters and then it's you pick for me, it would be I pick Michael up because with Michael, Michael masks when he's at school. So like the majority of the time when I pick up Michael, all of the emotion unfolds because mum is there and I let him feel it. I'm not like, get up off the floor. They're looking. Don't can't do that. Come on. No, you feel your emotion, mate. Like, I get it. It's hard. Like, it's hard. Like, you feel it. But yeah, I think... I think the, I think as a world, as a world, we went through a lot. 
And I do think that we took a lot from it and we can still carry on taking from it. We can. We got this. We have got this. We've got this, mate. We've got this. It's like, it's it's hard trying to put like six years worth. And Preach. it's I'm like, I'm on 10. It's like, yeah, 10. Yeah. Oh, gosh. 10 years. And I think this is possibly four or f- fourth or fifth deployment we're on. Oh, wow. Oh, bless you. And like you say, every, they could be so different. Mm. Like I've. I've not, I've, no one ever rocks a deployment. That's mm. not a thing. <laughs> That's not a thing. If anyone says they've rocked a deployment, they're lying. But mm. they, there's been the easy ones and the harder mm. ones. And, and they are all so different. And not, and yeah. Have you found that like, I, I'm in the hope that the older my three get, they will deal with it better. Because with Jasmine, Jasmine does miss Ryan when he goes away. But I don't know if it's because she's his stepdaughter. That's why she deals with it better. Because she still sees her dad. And in half time, she still sees dad. Whereas with Michael and Darcy. When Darcy's... Darcy is more of a mum's girl anyway. But because she's three, she doesn't really, you know, get what's going on. Michael certainly does. He's like tearing curtain poles down, like when he goes away. Um you know that's what he's getting up to um and i am in the hope that the older they get the easier they do find it do, i don't know have you found that with yours oh, so i've got three completely different kids they're all very different mm. um to a suspected spectrum as well mm. Mm. so those won't verbally say i mm. miss dad mm. but like you say you'll get the sort of disruptive behavior or you know something just not them well Mm. it's totally them (laughs) yeah it comes out in different ways but the middle ones bless him he's a lot more sensitive and Mm. i notice it more with him Mm. as he gets older Mm. because of the nature of what mine does like communication is never great anyway Mm. um and I'm not one, I know it sounds awful, but I'm not one to push them to talk to him mm. when he's away because it's, it's, it works for us that it's outside of mind. Yeah, I agree with that. They find it a lot easier if they're not having to be reminded every second mm. that dad's not here and they're just cracking on with their routine. And I think, yeah, I don't, I honestly, I wish I could, I really want to say, mm. yeah, it gets so much yeah. easier, but... I don't think it gets harder. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, we're <laughs> at this point now, like, I think, like I say, with I say with Michael, Michael's Michael. Everyth- everything is go with the flow. I'm not saying I drop, I dropped my expectations because I, I don't drop my, I don't drop my, I haven't dropped my expectations. I've just learned that one day he may be okay with it. The other day, he may not. And it sounds mental, but it is the exact same, actually, with how he deals with school. One day, he may deal with it really well. But all it takes is that one little thing. And he especially feels hard. Feels really... he, he Emotion, he does feel it really hard. And, you know, there's been times where it wasn't sinister. It was just tit for tat. I've picked him up and he's bawling and bawling and bawling. And 
I think with Michael, like some of the stuff that he's come out with and said as well, I'm like, okay, just think this is Mike. This is coming out of Michael's mouth. That, that he definitely f- not dis- dismissing what he's saying, but he does feel things a lot harder. And sometimes I've just got to be like, hey, miss. Michael said this, what's, what's occurring? What's going on? Um, you know, but I I think like with, I do feel like with like their school, their primary school they were it, that they're in, they have been good. Obviously Jasmine start, started off her um, school career um, in a different school. Um, but she, like I say, like that, that was actually why we moved her out of school, the previous school, the, yeah. the previous school because, um, because obviously we went from living to where we lived to further away from it also as well she had like reoccurring tonsillitis like just before her fourth birthday she never had tonsillitis and then after that just before her fourth birthday she got tonsillitis and every month for the next two years she had tonsillitis oh my god and then she i remember she got her tonsils taken away everything was cool she had those taken away in like the May, June, and then by the November, COVID's kicking off. And it's like, I'm saying to her teacher, like, it's so nice that she's like, because she spent a lot of time at home, you know, she spent a lot of time at home. And I'm like, this is great because she loves school. And then obviously, like, COVID happened. It was like, give it, cut the girl a bit of slack. Like, she's just done two years on antibiotics nearly every month in and out of hospital she had her tonsils taken away come on like freedom is no no you don't get freedom yeah give, <laughs> give her something like give her something um but yeah no i do think i think it, it obviously with darcy yeah she's she's three so i'm yet to i'm yet to see how things go with her i do think like i do think like definitely if if the kids are struggling speaking to school about it is definitely worth a good shout i i find it interesting that actually so i've worked with the schools previously in different ways whether mm. it be governor pta or um on forums and stuff and military forums and things like that and i find it so interesting that still to this day some parents won't declare that their child is a military child because they get worried that they'll be you know labeled or make treated differently mm. or whatever whatever their reasoning is but i just feel like they don't know what they're preventing their child from accessing yeah. that way um the stigma isn't there mm. anymore it i mean i say that but obviously there's this presumption that they're going to be potentially behind on English yeah. and maths because of they've moved a lot or there there are presumptions mm. but you just turn around and if that's not the case with your child you, that's not the case yeah but there is support in other ways and like we were saying about mental health it, mental health is massive in the children as well exactly yeah 100% and even yeah. though they might not be crying showing I want my daddy or whatever it doesn't mean that's not what's behind some of their behaviors or the yeah. way they're they're coping um and teaching them coping strategies and yeah just there is a lot to access through school and i really recommend to people yeah declaring yeah basically i've i'm i mean for me i never even for me i never even thought about not 
declaring it. I, I'm so it's quite this it's quite sad that some feel like some do feel like they can't and I know I mean to be quite honest with you like I think I think like my kids school I know that I remember Michael was in reception when Ryan deployed but I pre-warned them and I pre-warned them because Michael was already uh, he wasn't like a handful as in like throwing things or smashing anything or walloping anybody. He he just was, if he didn't want to talk to anybody, he didn't want to talk to him. And and I think this is where it's that you, you've got to be open-minded. Some ch- some children are like their, one of their parents more than the other. I know that with Michael, he has equal traits of me and his dad he he will not people please if he doesn't want to talk he will not talk and it isn't because he's isn't he you know it's just it's because he's a kid and you don't want to talk you don't want to talk but I I do know like when he at that time when he was in reception he was really annoyed that he went from going to nursery he got into a routine with nursery and then it changed and this is what happens actually for Michael at the beginning of every school year he is massively disrupted because there's change that that we've had the six weeks holidays um sometimes in the six weeks holidays dad isn't there so like I'm sure like you do it as well like when dad's about you take advantage and you go here there and everywhere and where we live there is a lot of opportunity to go and visit some free places with cheap parking and it's fun it's fresh air it's beautiful it's absolutely beautiful whereas like I know like with me every day it's like right what are we doing today like let's make an activity and it's like you've got to involve yourself and the kids and the dog and with Michael as well like I always pre-warn the school that if Ryan was going away even if it was more than a week I'm pre-warning the school dad's going away um just because they just know what he can get like but uh, we've I've been quite lucky with them I, I remember them saying to me like is is there not a chance that you would be able to speak to the welfare? And I was like, done that. There's nothing. It's, there's nothing. And I remember like, I remember like, I used to take Michael and Jasmine to like mum and tots and stuff. With Darcy, I didn't take her to mum and tots. And it was because, it wasn't because I wanted like out of like, the military like side of it it was just because i'm if we're outside sometimes it is a breath of fresh air having friends that don't actually know the full ticket of what your husband does and it's just sort of like he's in the army and i'm not gonna lie to you i honestly i i don't know a lot about what he does like i don't i don't really know like having a clue um but sometimes it is nice to just be able to go I'm Hayley, this is Darcy. And even if I took her to like Barry or Cowbridge or, you know, further afield, it didn't really matter because sometimes, like even me, I needed a break from being a military wife and not his spouse. No, not I needed a break from being his spouse, but just sometimes... That identity. It is the identity. You do lose yourself in all of this and... The thing is, it's very, you get motherhood, motherhood, you know, it consumes us because 
we've got a little person to look after and take care of and obviously the more you have the more you have got to do and you know throw a couple of dogs into it you've got even a bit more to do and you know and you've got a lot to do and if you have the you know you can find ways of keeping your identity without say obviously like I I enjoy going to the gym you can find other ways of doing it for like for me just taking Darcy further afield like for me like she loved it like she loved it I I found that she was more rah like I found that she loved it more when I took her further afield I don't know if that was because I felt more chilled bit of but probably was bit of both I don't know but I do think that if you don't if you're not interested like if you're a mum and you're not interested in actually doing the military mothers groups go to the civilian ones like you don't have to, just because you're a military spouse you don't have to have military friends like military wife friends you can have civilian friends and like I say I started off wanting military wife friends but I've completely reverted back to having civilian friends and whilst I mean you know it doesn't for, for me with them it doesn't really get spoken about just sort of like how was your day yeah good you know I don't see them very often you know I still like speak to people from like back home but there is a lot less pressure there's a lot less pressure and it's sort of like it's it's weird in a way it's kind of like you think like you want to meet up with your friends like family's day for instance you want to meet up with your friends and go to family's day and your kids are friends with their kids and it's lovely obviously you can't really do that with civilians you can't do that um but yeah I think like the family stays are always good <laughs> the fun fairs are great I wonder if we're having one this year I've not heard anything of you no they haven't done a ladies night actually Ryan asked me last night if I knew if they were like gonna run another ladies night I was like well because there's so many rumors about that um whether it it stopped because um so a certain role obviously mm. ended and that person was the one that used to run them all mm. but also then there was the whole the wives can't be trusted anymore <laughs> i don't really understand like ryan obviously spoke to me about that and but ryan was just sort of like like he pre-warned me because i had never i've never done a ladies night before and he was like you do not drop a drop a buck like, <laughs> you, you do not mess anything up for me he was like not like and it wasn't even like be you but then don't be you be you <laughs> but don't be you but have fun and he and I will be honest with you like m- where him and me are from it is very straight lace say it how it is and for me sometimes I feel like if I try to butter something up it actually comes out worse yeah. so and my problem is as well is that if my mouth is shut my face talks for me mm-hmm. So I'm one of them people where I sort of can't win either way. And I, and if and the greater effort I put into things, it just comes out worse and it just looks worse. So I just make a decision to just shut my mouth or just like, you know, you can be honest and say it how it is with also out being nasty with it. And I'm definitely not on the nasty side of it. Like yeah. I'll be honest, but I won't ever be nasty with it. And Oh yeah, I remember him briefing me. I remember him briefing me in the car when we moved up here. I remember him briefing me being like, not in a bad way briefing me, but he was like, 
this isn't what you think it is. <laughs> he, like, he was like, this is not what you think it is. And he did pre-warn me. Like, he was completely honest with me. He was like, he was like, uh, you know, you think like just in life general, you've got people that will one day talk to you, one day not talk to you. Like, he was like, we've still got all of that to deal with. But he was like, but now you're in this world and actually what you say and what you do has a ripple effect and when it came to the ladies night I mean I've I behaved anyway you know I weren't drunk um <laughs> I wasn't drunk but then like I did say to him I said I I left that I mean I don't know when other people left but I was only there until about a quarter to 11 and it was just because probably because I was sober but I was having fun but I was sober and it was kind of like I've ate I've taken I'm taking food home with me Ryan still wasn't a hundred percent either at that time so he had so he got his Crohn's diagnosis in the September and then in the December was the ladies night so you think for that whole nine months of that was the first time I actually left him alone with our then two kids because obviously he just physically wasn't fit enough to look after him. And this was the first time he actually felt confident where, and like, and I know it sounds mental. He'd be pushing a shopping trolley and would feel like he was going to pass out. Yeah. So like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, like ladies night, it was sort of like, I'll go to it. I'm definitely not going to drink, but I'm also going to be back fairly reasonable. I played it by ear. If he called me and he was like, I'm, I'm struggling it wasn't a big deal to me whether I did it or not. It, it, I wanted to go, but it obviously wasn't a big deal. But then, like, obviously, like, as it does, things get around. And he was a bit like, what's the situation with this? He went, did you go and order any drinks? I was like, yeah, for me. And he was like, okay, what? you definitely didn't drink. I was like, I definitely did not drink. I drank orange juice all night because every time I went to the bar to get a drink, there would be a wife there like, ah, pregnant. Like, wink, wink, secret, secret. And back then, like, I mean, I've always been quite dinky in height, but like, like to look at me, you definitely wouldn't have looked at me like, is she concealing a bump? Like, <laughs> where are you hiding it? <laughs> where I hiding it? You know, I was just, yeah, like, really dinky. There was no chance I was concealing a bump. But yeah, like I did, I heard about it. But then I was a bit like said to him, I was like, hold on here, Ryan. I went, you briefed me that not everything you hear is the full ticket pot kettle black like come on and I did say to it and I literally was just sort of like I don't have a clue like I do not have a clue like all I remember all I I remember the drag queen oh it was that one I remember that yeah that's the one I went to there was we had dinner we had dinner and then the drag and then we had the drag queen um yeah which I was just I was just I found it interesting because at this point there were a few of you quite merry and a lot of you were quite excited and I was just I was just not watching in a weird way but I was enjoying it all but it was it was nice because it was actually the first time I kind of felt like we were all having fun in the same boat and then it for me I was just like yeah I'm tired I'm hungry like, I've, I've, I've had my food I'm, I'm going home I had a bit of a dance looked like I was drunk but wasn't I was like, yeah, I'm going home. But yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't I know. Won't, I won't put this bit in, but <laughs> like, if my producer's listening, please delete this bit. Um, 
that one weirdly firstly uh kath didn't have any entertainment for the night <gasps> on the day oh and my. i was like and she was like yeah i just i can't find anything and i was like you can't not have entertainment i don't know why i'm still talking to the mic when i don't want to record it <laughs> sorry um so i found that drag queen i've seen her previously okay so i made contact got her booked and then there was loads of raffle prizes because i went around so many local companies and organizations and got um everyone should have had a a prize whatever Mm. it was i made a point of doing all that um like there was vouchers for things there was loads Mm. of stuff and then i can't remember what had happened I'd had a big falling out with my group of friends mm. and I remember just being sat at the back I didn't sit with who everyone would think I would sit with no you weren't I noticed no, and I sat with another group I can't remember who I sat with but luckily you know I do talk to a lot of people so you g- I, d- I can find my yeah. way you and get on with a lot of people. Yeah, and I sat down with a different table. Mm. And everyone, so I, I remember just feeling like I was at the back and, you know, everyone's in front of you and I'm watching everyone enjoy themselves and having this amazing time and thinking, I've, I've You've found done the that. entertainment, I've found all these prizes and I'm, I love that everyone's having this amazing time, mm. but I f- couldn't feel more of an outsider I felt like an outcast that night so I much. felt like an outcast I remember have you ever had it like where you've almost felt like a man's undressed you with his eyes that's how I felt and you feel so like everyone everyone thinks they can see every part of you yeah but actually they see none of you yeah that's how I felt I feel like I did notice it that night I, I think my thing is is that I'm more observant than what I'm not hyper vigilant, but I'm observant. I'm observant, and vibe is everything. Mm. Vibe. I'm big on vibe, and and if if you know it's off, it's off. And I'm not gonna lie to you. That's after that ladies' night. That's why I actually wouldn't go again. And it wasn't because somebody had specifically said or done anything. It was the vibe, mm. and it was, it, there was. It felt like there were tables looking at other tables. You know, like. Mm, I don't it like felt that. like whispering yeah that's what I felt like I can't, I'm trying so hard to remember who was whoever was with me was very defensive of me were you with Jules I think you might have been with Jules I don't know if I would have sat with Jules I, I don't know, know actually true. was it Gabby Payne was she still there I think Gabby was there no who was it what was her name Izzy, she was a makeup artist. Lizelle, that's who I wasn't with. That's, that's who my wasn't... group that I wasn't yeah, with. Yeah, because I remember, I remember that you were... They were all like you and I was here. Yeah, I, I don't know who that. I was with, but okay. whoever I was with was really, <laughs> not aggressive, but quite protective. Because that's, that's nice though, the, in a way. Yeah, it was. I, I've, n- I've not really liked that, so I've mm. not had that before, but... At one point, I remember them going over <laughs> to this other group. When we, we were on the dance floor, and then they mm. were sort of here-ish or whatever, and they went over and was like, I can see you looking at her and talking about her. Just stop doing it. You know, oh, and gosh. it was like, okay. Like, I just, 
never expect myself to be in that situation. You don't strike me as somebody that likes confrontation at all. I'm not, I'm just like you. I just want people to be happy. Yeah, be happy and get I'm on. I'm not here for yeah. drama. I'm here to be nice. And if you don't like me or you, you've heard something you yeah. don't like or whatever it may be, absolutely entitled to that. That's mm. fine. But just let it go. <laughs> like, just don't talk to me. And just, yeah. and just enjoy your life. But don't make everyone else feel uncomfortable. It's like TripAdvisor. This place reminds me in a way of like TripAdvisor because it seems... <laughs> oh my like, gosh, that's so true. Without sounding horrible here, uh-huh. but this is this is also a brutal truth of it as well. It is like TripAdvisor because you can be friends with somebody and then for whatever reason, it doesn't work out. Yeah. And then, but then also again, drawing back to, without sounding horrible, you know, drawing back to everybody deserves the opportunity to sit back every single day and think where could have I gone better here where did I mess up and the thing is as well is that the same with relationships a relation a marriage isn't going to work unless two people are working at it it's also the same in a friendship as well and if you've got one person that is willing to accept and admit where they've gone wrong but that other person isn't and then they're getting angry that you're saying no you're lying it it doesn't work and that's and and that I see that I see that happen a lot I've I've I have experienced it where like I have experienced it as well where another has deliberately cut off another because not of their behavior but of their spouse's behavior I've yeah and it's just sort of like it should be we're all in the same boat. We don't need to complicate things. Don't worry about what they're doing. Don't worry about what they're doing. If you've had a if you've had a friendship come to an end, whether it be on good terms or bad terms, mutual terms, it's not TripAdvisor. It is not TripAdvisor. You know, you don't you, need to leave your rating. Yeah, with ex- exactly. You don't need to do it. And and I just sort of think without sounding horrible we give different versions of ourselves. I have never ever I think in all honesty I think and I said this to Ryan I feel like the only person that I've actually because I do believe that vibe is a big thing and I know that prior to this like we've like spoken before and stuff like that the only person that I've actually felt like I'm not saying that nobody else just think like this because I'm sure there are, but actually the only person in six years that I have come across that is like, do you know what? The reality here is we're all in the same boat. There are women that are having mental breakdowns, mental health breakdowns here. There are kids that are not doing as well in things as what we are. There are husbands that are not, that are going through different things. And, you know, the only person that I have come across that has just wants the best for everybody it's actually you. Don't cry. <laughs> but and and it's not that I want to like make you you know a, emotional, but it's like without sounding horrible. Like I say, this isn't TripAdvisor. Water your own grass, and I will be like I can speak from experience. I've not watered my own grass before, but look, been looking at someone else watering theirs and giving my two pence worth and chiming in and you know and and I've reached this point now where someone else's behavior tells more about them than actually what we realize it it, it tells a lot like I've I've had it before where I've had it before where it's sort of like oh when I first met you 
I thought you were like this and oh I you just came across that you thought that you were better than me and it's like no I don't think I'm better than anybody you think that just because I don't want to get involved doesn't mean that I think I'm any better than anybody I just actually know how toxic it is for our brain to keep being in chaos there's just no need for it and as I said to you like the, there's de- there was definitely a vibe that night 100% there was a vibe I didn't know if it was because it was my first ladies night no it just felt weird it, it felt f- segmented it, it felt f- like there was this team this team yeah this team, this it did team. feel I feel like for me as well like with who I was with looking back like who I was with like even the table that I was on I wasn't fully comfortable and like I remember like sitting at sitting there eating my food and having remarks on how much food I had on my plate. Oh, and it's like, hold on here. I'm not afraid of a bit of food. I love food. I don't drink. I make up for it with food, though. <laughs> I love food. I'm going to eat the starter. I'm going to eat the main. I'm going to eat the pudding. And I'm actually going to take some home as well. <laughs> That's what I'm going to do. I'm, you know, for goodness sake, like, I do, I do see a lot of, over the six years, I've seen a lot of double standards, like, for me now, I trust that action because words are just words. But for me, everything now is down to action. Like to the point, like this year, I've I've not heard about like a family's day going on or anything. But I'm kind of like now, like it is for free. But actually, is it worth it? Is it, worth it? Because I don't know about you, mm-hmm. but there's vibes. And it's just sort of like, if as adults, it's not good for us to absorb that. It's not, it's actually- I just, I don't think, I don't think I have necessarily vibes. I just don't know. I don't feel part of it anymore. Yeah, I, I don't, don't know feel anyone. part of it. I d- so I'd feel a bit like, and then watching people who are still very all, mm. I don't, I hate the term clicky because I really don't agree with it. They're mm. just friends and that's fine. Mm. But all these big friendship groups where they're all still going to mums and tots and this and that and they're mm. all still mates and they live and they go to each other's houses and all the, and then you're like, hi. Yeah, I I'm feel. I'm not one of you, but I am one of you. Yeah, I think like for me, for me, I've, I'm very, I don't mind having play dates, stuff like that. I mean, I'm not going to lie to you, I don't really have the time for, like, to organise playdates at my house. And the thing is, as well, like, I've not just got, like... I've got dogs as well to consider here. Like, I've got some big dogs, and they love children. But, like, for me and my... For me and my dogs specifically, I've had it before where I, you know, me and my husband looked after somebody's dog. Uh, It was, you know, not a drama, like, a sweet, sweet boy. Very sweet. But I was, like jazz your friends are not coming in because not only have i got to keep an eye on this dog with you kids i've got to keep an eye on our two dogs with this dog and german shepherds they're not as keen to let an outsider in and if you do let an outsider in especially a dog they're like uh uh-uh, don't think so and but you know i'm very lucky with my two but uh, you know and, and the thing is as well like even with Darcy and it's the same thing for, for all of my kids they are not allowed to left they're not allowed to be left alone with my dogs and the dogs 
are not allowed to be left alone with them and it is because they are an animal and they are children and i i had this not last weekend the weekend before i remember i was on the phone to my mum in the back garden dogs are out darcy's wandering about and she's walked over to boris and she doesn't pay attention to the dogs because i think they're just always part of the furniture but she's gone over to boris and she's touching and she's like giving him a touch and it's like okay but then you're watching and you can see he's like "Mm, don't like this so he's walked away and um she's gone to follow and i'm like hold on mum i'm like darcy no stop don't go near stop 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 and um and then she's she's starting to like be a bit of a wind up and then she's gone over to my older one shadow's six now so she she loves the kids but she's like i'm getting a bit knackered (laughs) leave me alone and um she's you know she tried like touching like the back end and it's like whoa no 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 no. and I'm like shadow you go that way in the house with dad and I'm like Boris I'm just gonna pop you in the utility room here because it's cool in there you're in there I can take this phone call Darcy can still play they're safe she's safe everything's good and this is a big thing for me as well like I have had it where other people's children have not respected my dogs and for me I'm kind of like if I have taken the kids around to another's for a play date I'm like I'm I don't want the dog locked away I want my dog I'm not not my dog I want my kid to respect that this isn't their home and they will not treat an animal like that it's a two-way street like it's it's got it's not just down to the animal it's down to me and it's down to the kid as well so like with that like I'm like Jasmine goes out to play Michael kind of like plays out in a little coldy sack with Jasmine because he's so impulsive like he just has no sense of danger but the big rule is is that we do not have other people's kids come inside because I don't I can't vouch for how other people's kids are going to behave with my dogs Mm. and if it was like an emergency and I was helping a neighbor out I'd be like, yeah, okay, we can make this work. Like, we, I can make things work, but I don't want, you, you know, just because with my two, I don't want it all in and out all the time. And I think in it as well, like, home is your haven. It's where you go home to look ugly and be comfortable with no bra on. And it's that's your comfort. And for me, I'm a bit like, if I if I let somebody into my comfort... That's a big thing for me because home is where I look ugly. It's where, you know, it's... It's just where we fester. It's where we... Yeah, exactly. It's where (laughs) we fester. And we just want to keep it as our little sanctuary. We don't get many places that are just ours where there's so much in this world and in this life that we can't control. But home is one thing that we can grab hold of the reins and be like... This is how I want it. This is how I want. This is how I want my home. And for me to have, not I'm not antisocial. Like I'm not antisocial. I'm just very conscious of where I put people. And yeah, someone coming into my home is a big thing because like my dogs are not Boris. Shadow is very judgmental as well. And like she'll like look at you like mm. scanning, scanning, scanning. <laughs> scanning. <laughs> Boris, like I say, like Boris is just rubbish. He hasn't got a clue what he is. He's a, like a textbook one. They're supposed to be. It was Ryan's idea. He badgered me for years to get him 
And I thought males are more possessive, they're more barky. Females are, are more family orientated, they're more accepting of visitors. No. <laughs> Mine are broken because Shadow is accepting of others, but she's very judgmental. Whereas Boris is just like happy to be a part of it all. He's just happy to. <laughs> hey guys, hey. He's like, hey, how you doing? He's like, it's, he's got his ball, it's him and his ball against the world. And he's just like, yeah, he's he's just all up for it. But yeah, like, I feel like, I do feel like if you go to like the mother's groups, you're not a bad person if you don't actually want to take that stuff into your home. You're not a bad person. I've done it. I've, de- I've deliberately gone along with things to fit in, to have friends. And I'm not, you know... I'm not even 30 yet. Like my mum would say to me, by the time you reach 30, you won't care. You'll have all of, like you will be establishing boundaries and all of this stuff. I'm not even 30 yet and I'm already there, but I actually didn't realise how important it was to have it all like set. So it is really important. But yeah, I think it's an interesting life. <laughs> I literally I was just thinking how are we gonna end this episode and what's your parting words gonna be and I think that's it that's literally it it's that interesting it. it is interesting my parting words would literally be just be nice be nice if you don't get on with someone that's cool we all can't get on with everybody but just be nice and that's not just the military world of things that's just in general be nice Oh, and be happy. I love that. Thank you, Hayley. That's all right. Absolutely <laughs> love it. Love you. And um, keep living your little roller coaster life. I know. It's a very roller coaster. <laughs> One day I'll get off it. <laughs> and that brings me to the end of this six part series. And it's been an absolute pleasure bringing all of this to you. And don't worry, I'm not disappearing. There will be more, but I'm going to have a little break for Christmas and I hope that you all have a lovely one. But please make sure that you are following. Give us a rating on the episodes on whatever platform you are using to listen to. And obviously follow us on social media on Instagram and Facebook at Military Spouse in the House. I cannot wait to come back with another series and I would love to hear what you want to hear more of. Maybe you have the perfect story that you want to share with us or you know someone that needs to shout about their experience. Let us know. Until then, stay strong.